Transcend. This word has been described as to go beyond, to surpass, or to exist above and independent of, or to triumph over negative or restrictive aspects. Welcome to the Transcendent Leader Podcast. My name is Maria Joreco. I'm an immigrant, a member of the visible minority, an Asia professional who specializes in diversity and inclusion work. My goal is to help you, our listeners, be the best version of yourselves, to level up, to live better, and to lead better. If you want to develop the skills, capabilities, and inclusive behaviors of your leaders and employees, contact me at maria at theinclusionjourney.com. That's my email address. It's maria at theinclusionjourney.com. And you'll also see that information in the note pages of this podcast. Hi. Hi, Andrea. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Most welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. And we're very much excited to uh, learn about your story because I'm pretty sure our audience will be um, learning more about how to become um, a better uh, investor if they are considering real estate. So uh, to start with Andrea, I'd just like you to um, introduce yourself. So Andrea, for everyone's information, she is the owner and the and partner of uh, Keen Real Estate Group. So and Angela, can, oh, sorry, and Andrea, my, my tongue has been tongue-tied today. I don't know, maybe it's Friday. <laughs> I've been blubbing, I'm so sorry about that. But okay, so uh, that's that's what happens when it, when, you know, when we go live. But yes. Andrea, can you just, again, introduce yourself? Tell us who you are and, and tell us about your journey. Yes, so as you said, I'm Andrea and I'm my partner, um, I'm co-partner with uh, Kemba, uh, also family in uh, real estate together. So I've, I've done so many things over the course of my life, but everything that I've done has always been working with people, teaching. And so I come actually to real estate investing as a former school teacher. Uh, who, yes, you know, I, I've done financial services, I've worked, I've fostered children, built, you know, uh, programs for children and athletes, uh, mentorship programs. So I've done a lot of different things that, you know, sort of helps me um, fulfill my goals in life, which is just to help inspire and motivate others. And so real estate investing is just something else that I became very passionate about with my family. And so as we looked for ways to build wealth, real estate was one of the ways that we thought we could do that and not just do it for ourselves, but to teach others how to do it as well. And so I've, uh, we've been doing it for, well, myself over 20 years as a family with my husband um, over 15. And now we've since formed uh, Keen Real Estate Group. I live here in the Toronto area mm -hmm. of Canada and I've been, Actually, I'm formerly from the Caribbean, so this is, you know, I, I do have goals of making sure that what we're doing here in Canada touches definitely the Caribbean, but all of the world and all of the globe, because uh, I think that everyone, especially being a woman myself and a mom, 
I know that it's very important to learn um, financial literacy and learn how to build wealth to be able to sustain myself. I, I come from longevity. And so living well into my 90s is very common in our family. And so I think that for women, it's very important to build wealth so that you can you know, live a life that you um, love and is full and you can share that with your children. So our goal is to build generational wealth, not just for myself, but for the children that I, my three beautiful daughters that I've brought into this world. So the goal is really to build that legacy. Uh, build right? that legacy, yeah. Maria. Yeah. Yeah, that's very, uh, you know, beautiful, you know, forethinking planning as well. And so um, it looks like you started young. I did. <laughs> You've been so uh, experienced already. Uh, you mentioned to me your um, path, your journey in terms of your career progression. So now you are a uh, investor. So the first thing I asked uh, um, Andrea was, uh, are you a real estate agent? But she told me no. So can you just, uh, you know, share with us? So what's the difference then? Um, you know, um, I can ask you later again about your your journey because I just learned that you're an immigrant as well, just as I am. And, you know, I think what you're doing is very important because um, uh, for the most part, uh, immigrants actually are stuck. Yes. Um, you know, we were very successful in our previous countries, but when we get to a new country, um, it's very hard for us to start again. So I'd like to, I'd like to ask you more information and how we can maybe get ourselves unstuck later on. But for now, um, you know, just uh, if you can just let, let me know what's the difference between uh, a real estate investor and a real estate agent. And you mentioned something about creating wealth yes. uh, as a real estate owner through investing. So if you want to expound on that. Sure. Thanks. That's a really good question because I get asked that a lot if I'm a real estate agent. And I definitely work with agents because they're great um, and knowledgeable sources. Uh, but the diff big difference is that I don't hold a license to go and sell and um, buy and sell, help others buy and sell properties. What I have is the ability and the knowledge, the skill set that allows me to know um, what are good buys and what are um, when's a good time to pick up a product that maybe would provide me not just with um, wealth in the future, but today provide an income so that I don't have to have another job. So I'm using uh, the products that I invest in. So real estate, whether it be land, home, um, any type of real estate we buy into, our goal, uh, Maria, is for that product to provide us with income. Because as I said to you, I was a former teacher, but I no longer teach school. school. And so to replace my income, I needed to own assets in real estate that could provide that income that I formerly generated as a teacher. And that's the, that's the difference. So I'm generating income through real estate investing owning products. And I don't flip, I don't buy them and turn them over quickly. I buy them and hold them long term. Five, 10, 20 years is the goal in some of them. And so the real estate investor or the real estate agent, they buy and sell properties for others, not for themselves. I buy and hold them for myself and my family. Okay, so um, is that a long winded answer? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, um, it's, um, it, it helped me a lot in terms of understanding the difference. And so uh, my next question to you would be, so do you, you need to be, do you need to be rich to be able to be an investor? Do you need that's to have a, a lot of money? Yeah, that's an excellent question. Cause I think that, especially when we speak of 
um, yourself and myself as immigrants. I thought that initially, um, but you don't have to be rich. And to be honest, there are many um, municipal programs that can actually help immigrants and help individuals um, that don't have wealth get into real estate. So by having lower um, entry points in terms of the amount that you put down, by even funding 100% of the deposit, um, you have to qualify for these programs. We've recently, Maria, had uh, someone close on March 8th who was fully funded by a government program that we helped them apply to and get approved. And so they got, so you don't even, she didn't even have a deposit for, oh. for that. She was able to get that through the municipal program that we did locally here in Ontario. So you'd be amazed that you could invest with other people's money in real estate. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. and that's very interesting because not a lot of people knows that, right? No, um, no. Is that applicable to like the funding? Is it per province or yeah. it's just it's, for- It's by Ontario? province, but even by area. So even in Ontario um, and even in Alberta, there's programs in Alberta as well, but definitely in Ontario, it's not like it's in every city, but it's in certain municipalities and you need to know and reach out and see which ones offer it. So where you might live may not have that government program that funds 100% of your deposit, but another locale, maybe 30 minutes um, away from you or so, can um, offer those programs. I know some here in Ontario, like Ottawa and Guelph and in Alberta. So there are programs across Canada. As well, there are many banks that will help fund your deposit providing your income, your credit, and other um, assets that, you know, other financial assets that are important to being approved for a mortgage are good. So do you also provide that support to your clients? Yes, uh, yes. The, the, um, uh, the being approved for, for this particular, um, how do you term it? Is it loan or mortgage? Yes, like a mortgage loan or, yeah. um, or a deposit. So that's, it is really important that people understand that part of our organization, Keen Real Estate Group, is we educate you and we help you um, find the resources and connect you to those resources. Mm -hmm. So where I'm not a real estate agent, we've got agents that we work with, mortgage brokers and others like lawyers that all help to make that transaction of purchasing very possible and as smooth as we can, right? There's always gonna be bumps and hiccups, but as smooth as we can make it, um, we pretty much help you all along the way until you successfully moved into that property. Yes, and I agree. It's not a very easy process. It can be very stressful too, right? Especially if you're a first-time home, homeowner. Um, so going back to your journey, um, Andrea, I'm just curious. So you, start, you mentioned that your education is um, or ex experience was through uh, education and then you went into um, banking or finance? Yes, into finance. And then before you actually um, uh, went into this particular business. That's right. So, mm -hmm. And so as an immigrant, um, what pushed you to be your own boss, you know, have your own business? Good. Yeah. I, you know, I was from, I was young. I always, when I figured if I was coming to Canada, I wanted to be able to have access to every and anything that um, I saw back home in Jamaica that wasn't attainable if I didn't have money. And in Canada, with the doors open to, you know, government programs and education, I figured 
I want to um, pursue first higher education so that I, I knowledge is not, you know, and education is not going to hold me back. And I realized that even with education, Maria, I still don't necessarily build wealth easily. And that's what pushed me to want to do uh, more and own because I saw anyone in ownership seem to have um, and be able to provide more for themselves and their family. And that wasn't where my family came from. They didn't have a lot. Um, they had enough to bring me here, but they didn't have a lot to um, carry me through university or, or help me buy my first home. And so I thought, I have to change those statistics for me and all those other immigrants that come here wanting all these great things and it's not readily um, being handed out to us. We have to seek it out. Mm -hmm. and, Yes, and you know what you're doing is very um, unique too. Um, in fact, uh, you're the first person I know who's doing this kind of business. And I think it is very helpful for someone who is um, an immigrant as well in Canada. But uh, are immigrants your only target um, clients? Are they the only ones you're helping or you're helping any people who are interested in investing? Yes. Every Everyone that is interesting, interested, I would say that um, being that I'm a woman and I'm a mom, I am, that is one of my target audiences is women, mm -hmm. um, you know, whether they be single or married or have children, I, I'm passionate about making sure that I change the statistics for women. We tend to be at the bottom of everything. Um, and I want to see women in more positions of ownership and wealth and, um, and being able to teach their own children and the, their own family members the same information that I provide to them to change the statistics and data going forward. Mm -hmm. So definitely immigrants, but um, women and, um, and, and my own community as well, um, you know, the people from the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, and um, you know, that, that's, that's one of the things that um, is kind of, I think important to do right now to really empower women. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, being in Canada, uh, you can still see the uh, inequality when it comes to the treatment between men and women, uh, you know, society, workplace. And sometimes, you know, because we come from different cultures and backgrounds, we can still see that in our own family dy dynamics, right? So um, I do have a daughter as well. And, you know, I have two boys, I have two older boys and then a daughter. And I, I, you know, I try my best to really make sure that, um, you know, because because I came from the Philippines and our culture is kind of different too when it comes to uh, family dynamics and maybe equality between men and women. Yeah. Um, I try my best to really make sure that my daughter is well empowered. Yeah. Sometimes, way empowered. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> because yeah. she she grew up in Canada already, right? So sometimes I get shocked because of you know the way that they actually grew up here and it's very different from my culture but I guess uh, that's one of the things that is um, considered our strength as well as an immigrant um, you know that resiliency and the uh, ability to adapt to yeah. different situations um, so tell me about your um, uh, keen keen real estate group so how how is it different different from other groups that offer uh, that offer coaching and uh, programs to your okay. clients yes so first of all, our, our company Keen has formed, as I said, through family. Uh, my sister-in-law, Kemba, and myself have, um, we have a very similar passion uh, with respect to building wealth for our family and doing it through real estate. So 
it's a family business. We have many, our husbands and our daughters and children all interact in the process with us. But how we're different is, as I said, we, we educate and we focus on the, those that don't usually get attention uh, in, in building wealth and in building uh, knowledge base. And that's typically women and immigrants coming in who just, we just don't have the know-how. And oftentimes we don't talk and ask enough questions. We you're sometimes maybe a little bit um, shy about, you know, sharing with people our struggle, our, um, you know, maybe our even our in a, the fact that we just don't have the finances to uh, warrant buying and getting involved in businesses or getting involved in ownership of properties. And so we want to we want to make sure at our company that women are empowered. They have the knowledge that immigrants are empowered and have the knowledge to build wealth. Um, and not feel limited because they don't have um, finances. Because as I said to you, there are many programs out there. There are many even, we offer family. So when you're doing it as family, you don't have to do it alone, right? You could jointly, and we teach them how to do it jointly with the right legal paperwork um, with family and or a third party, someone out there who's willing to invest and join forces with them. Mm -hmm. So we, we try and find creative ways that makes sense for you to um, to build wealth and gain um, ownership in real estate. Mm -hmm. And so my next question is, so how do you create wealth um, if you are a real estate owner? Okay, so yeah, so to create wealth, first of all, I, I don't know um, so much everywhere in the world, but from my knowledge, you know, real estate is very expensive, pretty much no matter where you sit, right? And so to get in, um, it's expensive. Um, but here, when you buy a property or anywhere in the world, when you're buying it, because it increases in value over time, that in itself will help build wealth. But a lot of the properties that I buy Maria, I don't live in them. I, I provide housing and good housing too, because I'm not a slumlord. I want to make sure that I have properties that I can live in, I would offer as properties for others to live in. And so when someone's living in there and they're paying the rent, um, that rent also pays down the what I owe on it. So, you know, there are several ways I'm building wealth. I'm building it over time with the improved value of the property, with the mortgage being paid down, with the cash that I'm earning because, you know, I have my income coming in that might be 2000 a month, but my expenses are 1500 And so that $500 difference is extra money over time that I can accumulate and save and invest, either use it to pay down debt so that I'm building wealth again, or I can turn it around and invest it in something else like stocks or other types of investments. So you build wealth by owning one first and you can use that one Maria. And that's how I started with my husband. We bought one, then we took what we grew in value in that, took it out and bought a second and a third and so on. And so each time we're using the money that we have built in one property to buy additional properties. Mm -hmm. And those, and when you own two, uh, I mean, here in Ontario, two properties I own alone equates to, I would say about $2 million. So when I'm, um, you know, I'm not paying those off, but over time they're paid off through, own, um, through the rent and the increased value over time allows me to build that wealth. Mm -hmm. 
And, and that's very interesting too, because uh, I know last year has been such a great uh, year for people who work in real estate. Um, it was a, such a, uh, a successful year for them. Yes. <laughs> that's what I heard. And so considering COVID, right? Considering COVID. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I'm speaking, um, you know, in regards to the Canadian um, yes. real estate. I'm not yeah. sure about global, but that's what I heard for Canada. Yes, it was. It was a huge year. I would say just in the GTA alone, the Toronto area alone, we've seen over 18% increase in value and everyone's selling, Maria, at 100,000 over asking. I think the biggest here lately has been 400,000 over asking. You know, so you list your property at 1.6 and all of a sudden someone's willing to pay $2 million oh, wow. for that. So that's how you build wealth is the value of the property goes up and sometimes people make really big emotional decisions. And um, yes, and as long as you're willing to buy and hold or buy something that you know can turn around in value, you will build wealth through real estate. Yeah, and so let's talk about mindset then, because I know um, for some people it could be very scary. Yes. Even just owning a property, getting a mortgage, especially if you are mm -hmm. not used to having a mortgage. Um, you know, in the Philippines, uh, you know, I came here, we had our own property there but when we came here it's you know we have to really get a mortgage to get a property so mm -hmm. um for some people maybe for some immigrants it could be very scary to invest in real estate so how this mindset actually helps one uh get into this particular business yes so it's a good it's a good question and in every course that we teach or anytime we talk to people about investing we begin with mindset because i think it's really important to um, have um, the right type of mindset and you know uh, i i can't just say it's positive mindset you have to align and be around people who also know and have the knowledge that you need in order to you know, be successful because you can have a positive mindset and still not build wealth. But you have to, with that positive mindset, you have to be willing to take action. You have to be willing to look into and find the sources that can help you be successful because I don't think it's sufficient to just be positive. You have to also act right on that, um, that positive act on what it is that we're teaching you. So in our programs, we show people that, you know, being willing to take chances, right, and not let your fear hold you back mm -hmm. is really important because I agree. When I first started, I didn't want to have $200,000 of debt. Um, but we teach people that that is all positive debt. It's not the same $200,000 that you might uh, accumulate in credit cards and right, owning yeah. um, cars and vehicles. This asset that you own that might be two, 300000 in debt for you, it's build, it can build wealth. And it's also positive because it appreciates over time. So it increases in value. So, you know, there is um, having the right mindset can be the ultimate um, that you need to move, especially as an immigrant, because we're many of us, you're right, come from where ownership was um, what we had and we didn't have debt. We didn't know how to use credit cards and loans. We saved for everything that we wanted and had or we did without. Mm -hmm. uh, but here in Canada, it's the it's part of the way that you sort of establish yourself is you have to. And so we do we do teach on how to build the right mindset and make sure that you align yourself with the people that can help you um, go forward and move forward to accomplish your goals. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So is there a specific um, timeline uh, that you, you advise your clients in terms of, you know, okay, I bought my property and it's been, you know, I've been in my property for five years now. Is it time for me to sell it? So how does that work, um, Andrea? So I, I'm of the mindset that you should never sell if you can. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've, I've often even, Maria, and I, even for my clients, I would say if it's something that you loved and you thought would work for you initially, but maybe your family's outgrown it because you've grown bigger and you want something larger or you've gotten smaller and you need something smaller, you can still hold on to that asset. You can still rent it out, right? Because as long as we look at the numbers and the numbers make sense and you can move on to that smaller unit or move on to that bigger unit, depending on what your needs are, because it took a lot of work to get that first one. Mm -hmm. Why sell it if you can hold, hold on to it? If that's not their um, interest is to hold it, then we show them how to um, sell it at the best value and use it to build wealth elsewhere. But um, I wouldn't say that there's a specific time. It just it depends on people's needs. Mm -hmm. uh, three to five years is usually fairly early in a mortgage. Um, especially if you've taken a fixed mortgage with a bank, you could suffer penalties. And so we would always say at least wait the five years because mm -hmm. um, you use five years as a number. That's why I'm saying that. Mm -hmm. But if you had taken a variable mortgage, we would encourage you to sell at the time that's best for you because there's um, the penalties are very small. Mm -hmm. In a fixed mortgage, the penalties are very large. And because we're teaching you to build wealth, we don't want you to pay large um, fees um, associated with leaving and selling a property too early. Mm -hmm. So, you know, keeping it for at least the five years, I would say is a minimum, uh, unless you've bought it knowing that you weren't keeping it long. And then maybe, you know, you're turning it over for the improved value, you can walk and not pay the bank, you know, 20, 30, 40,000 of fees. And so, so my understanding then is for, for us to create wealth through our real estate investment is to, you know, first purchase your first property and then second is um if you are able you can then purchase another property is yes. is that correct exactly okay and you can use maria the first property to buy the next so okay. we're the first yeah so the banks will offer you money um, from your current property to invest and buy a second Mm -hmm. okay. and, well, that's, yeah. that's... and we teach people how to do that so that they don't feel limited by their ability to save because if they're like me when I was working you had very little left after your check mm -hmm. um, was paid out to um, save enough to buy a second property mm -hmm. sometimes it was hard enough buying the first right that's right yeah and it could be stressful too that's why some people might not be wanting to go through another stress again right again yeah unless you have that you know um uh, mindset in terms of okay I want to do this because I know there's more return on investment um, I'm a maybe a risk averse person so I'm willing to yeah. do this uh, and so that's why your company is um, helping people to actually have that confidence and um, make sure that everything is um, clear for them if they wanted to go through this particular process is that's that right. is that correct Yes, exactly. I think, Maria, most importantly, when we think about mindset, too, is people have to know their why. Like, why are you doing this? Because if you know what your why and your purpose is, nothing stops you. You just you'll even learn to get past that fear and those other, you know, like games in your mind telling you, no, I can't do it. Right. There's just 
fear holds us back and all the talk and negative discussions going on in between your, you know, your ears there is what sometimes holds you back. And so if you know what your why is, you will often push through that and accomplish what you want to. And so, yes, I agree. Building wealth starts first with buying your first and then determining whether, and Maria, investing in real estate active like I do, buying multiple properties is not for everyone, but you can invest in real estate without owning the property. So we teach them how to do that as well. Mm -hmm. So they, they can invest in product, um, into investments that hold real estate without having to buy it themselves. Because we have many clients who feel they'd rather um, not have the headaches of tenanting or landlording. And so we teach them how to do it depending on what their desire and needs are and their time, how much time they have. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting, um, you know, uh, very much interested to learn more. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, how about if you wanted to purchase a, a property outside Canada, for example, you know, I wanted to go back and maybe purchase a property again in the Philippines or maybe Mexico or, you know, somewhere in Jamaica. <laughs> Does your program works uh, for people who wanted to invest outside Canada? Yes. And so it does work for that because, you know, amazing. We don't have connections everywhere in the world as yet, but we do have connections because we are from the Caribbean. We have some connections there. We have some correct um, connections in places um, like Central America. And so um, and right here, we've got connections that will lead us to any part of the world that people want to be in so that we can help them buy without like I bought Maria in Edmonton and I bought in Edmonton and never went to Edmonton mm -hmm. and so, so you, have, you have some properties here I have some properties right there in Edmonton I'm in Leduc in Beaumont and I like bought prior to ever going there I bought those two properties that I never saw so <laughs> we teach not everyone can do that though so we teach mm -hmm. you if you want to go we can f um, definitely align and set that up for you. So we do teach people how to buy abroad as well. And we're working on getting, you know, more and more connected in other continents. Um, but yes, what we teach allows them to um, buy elsewhere in the world. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, you know, um, one of the reasons why I also invited you to, you know, join me in this particular podcast is, the theme of this particular podcast and Facebook Live episodes are, it, it's all about transcendent leadership. And I can see that in uh, the work that you've done, um, Andrea. So it's a very purposeful work. And, um, you know, it's really going beyond any limitations that yeah. we may have um, if we're stuck or maybe if we're new or relatively new in Canada. It's, it's all possible. Um, yes. I think we just need to find the right resources and get the guidance from the right people and everything if again you mentioned you have to know your why why are you doing that right if you have that particular um purpose already and you want to make sure that you know this, this is the route that i wanted to 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 go to build my wealth to create my legacy yes. i mean go for it right so uh let's talk about your program so what does a program look like so is it a group program that you actually have a set of intakes for, for per year or a one-on-one -on -one coaching? How does it work? So good question. We have a number of services that we offer. And so we do right now, we're even, um, we just recently started a group coaching program mm -hmm. through a course that we're teaching. And we weren't, you know, several weeks in, 
but we teach it, it depends on what we want to make it affordable. So not everyone can afford all of our independent one-on-one -on -one coaching. Mm -hmm. That tends to be uh, for someone who has a little bit more disposable income. So our group coaching program allows, um, you know, individuals to start as low as $50 a month. And we're teaching them for two, three weeks. We're going through the process um, step by step so that they feel confident and um, they feel, you know, they have the knowledge knowledge that they can use then to make that purchase and during that you know it's a 12 session program this one it's called the silver coaching program that we offer and they're paying the $50 to get that per month and we take them right through till purchase and so that's $50 per month so for 12 months you have to go through the months. whole uh well you know that's a very uh, affordable program considering the uh, return of investment when it comes to the knowledge that you'll gain you are so right maria you can oh. see the big picture exactly like i think for the amount of knowledge like knowledge is so expensive out there right mm -hmm. and i know that when i wanted it i couldn't find it and when i found it it was too expensive <laughs> so we've made it so that because i know i've been through it i we've made it so that it's so affordable that hardly anyone can say i can't afford it right mm -hmm. um and you know for those individuals that find that it's hard to afford it we will we work we still work with you because we've got um a facebook facebook group that you can come to and you know, reach out to us and gain knowledge. We have a podcast like you do where you can gain knowledge and we produce a lot of free literature to help them build their knowledge base so that money can't be the object for not gaining the knowledge that you need, not with our company. With our company, we want you to understand that we don't want it to cost if, um, if, if it means that you won't do it, right? Mm -hmm. So we will give you as much as we can through our other um, not, you know, non-paying services and products. That's great. That's great. Um, you know, um, this is a very unique program too. So um, I can look at the um, information. Uh, for the purpose of our audience, I just want to share... Um, um, the information uh, where you can find uh, Andrea. Yes. Okay, so this is her. Uh, so this is Andrea's uh, website. You can find her and her program in this particular site. And then you can email Andrea. This is her email address, andrea at keengroup.ca. So, um, I'll leave this for a few moments before you know um, I turn off the uh, screen sharing so people can actually take a look at it. But yeah. um, you know, I will be when I when we upload the podcast, uh, we usually include this particular in um, contact information and website so people can actually um, go to your site and and connect with you. Nice. So yeah, and um, so. In terms of this particular theme, um, Andrea, the, the podcast theme, the Facebook Live theme, how do you see, how do you define transcendent leadership? For me, transcendent leadership is the ability to, um, like, like you said, it's limitless. It's teaching people to rise above, um, above and accomplish the things that they desire and are passionate about. I feel that it's going beyond your limit, right? Um, I've been reading recently the uh, the Big Leap, and it's one of our book talks that we do, and it's just you know making sure that you don't have any obstacles or 
feel that you have any limitations on what you can do and accomplish. And my goal as a transcendent leader is to motivate and inspire people to accomplish their why, to, you know, be the best they can be. And, you know, and it's serving um, most people in our society too, right? Um, once again, this knowledge, you are helping them, uh, again, build their legacy and, um, you know, be more in independent, um, you know. If, be owner. If you are, yeah, be, be owner. And, um, you know, and right now, if you're young, I think it's a very good uh, time for you to maybe consider this particular program. Uh, you, you're still working, you can save, and then you can, you know, go through Andrew's program and, you know, be a, uh, an investor yourself at a young age, just like what I think what Andrea did. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I, I usually ask my, um, my, my guest uh, for some inspirational quotes. So do you have an inspirational quote that you want to leave with our listeners and our audience uh, today, Andrea? I do. I have one and I'm going to read it. It's from Martin Luther King Jr. And I mean, there's so many motivating and inspiring individuals out there that I look to. But this one is one that I love. It's if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Nice, nice. Don't be you know, don't be stuck from where don't you are. Stuck. Yeah. <laughs> because you will not go anywhere. Not Beautiful quote. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So well, thank you, um, Andrea. This has been a very uh, insightful conversation. I learned a lot from you. I'm going to take a look at your website too, and see how you know I can grow myself in terms of this particular real estate investing. Uh, I'd like to thank you for your time. And again, um, you can reach Andrea. Can you mention again your website, Andrea? Yes. So our website is www.keengroup.ca. And you can reach me at Andrea at Keen, K-E-A-N, group.ca. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Thank you very much. And uh, again, I wish you all the best in this particular um, uh, business that you have, Andrea. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. And I, I, I'm so thankful to have been on The Transcendent Leader today. Yeah, yeah, I am too. It's a pleasure for me to have you. Yes, thank okay, you. Thanks. And uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, I'll see you again next Friday. So in each of our episodes, you will hear about the mindsets, the attributes, and the behaviors we need to level up our lives, our leadership to the transcendent level. You will get the tips and actionable strategies that you can apply in your relationships, work, and society. Growth mindset, empathy, trust, resilience, emotional intelligence, intercultural intelligence, leading in a diverse and inclusive workplace, these are just some of the topics that you will get out of our episodes. After tuning in on each episode, you will surely keep coming back for more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, and I look forward to having you join me on the next episode. See you next time!